Hello and welcome to Creepy Critters, a podcast where me and a guest talk about uh, some cryptids in somewhat lurid detail. This is Jesse Cooper, and with me to discuss the first, the first year, sorry, the first part of 2020, the first Creepy Critters I recorded in 2020, and also the first of what I'm going to call, let's get esoteric. <laughs> um, Rob Trevino. Hello, Jesse. I'm ready to talk about serious matters. So, um, this year, um, I'm going to make an effort in getting as esoteric as possible with my subject matters. That involves <laughs> researching really obscure stuff. A lot of it actually oh. kind of gross on accident. I did not know it was going to be gross. Hmm. Uh, but first, but first, I'm going to talk about one of the first like written accounts uh, of uh, the Hollow Earth. Now, you may think of the Hollow Earth as isn't that where all those Nazis are at? Yes, that's where they are at. But we're going to be talking about something that came out in 1788. Wow. Yes. And this is, um, it's gross. Let's say that. Uh, but it, <laughs> but this, um, I had to search long and hard for a translated version of this because it's originally written in, in Italian. And you didn't learn Italian for no, it? No, I didn't learn Italian for it. But I did mm, find, yeah. I did find a translation of it. Uh, eventually took way longer than it should have and i was not gonna buy this uh, <laughs> you can buy a translated version i wasn't gonna buy it there are limits to the research you will do there are limits most of them financial well if something is written in 1788 i'm not gonna pay for it <laughs> <laughs> what that author deserves to be uh, deserve to be paid for his or her work jesse think of the poor author's many many descendants I found like a translation that also like kind of explained a little bit of the backstory about mm -hmm. it. So so yeah. So we're going to be talking about Casanova's Ecos uh, Samaron, or the story of Edward and Elizabeth, who spent eighty-one years in the land of the Mega Micros, original inhabitants of Proto Cosmos, in Whoa. the interior of our globe. That's the full title, by the way. That is that is a title. It's a title. Meaty. Also, I, I just like, like that. I just like that. First off, we're going to be talking about the Mega Micros of Mega Micros. Yeah, isn't that where Balky was from? And on Perfect Strangers, I'm just gonna I'm gonna pretend that I understood that. At what, all. Jesse? Oh, you little baby child! What is wrong with you? Ah. Oh. Very disappointed. Very disappointed. I know, I know. Are you saying you missed out on all of TGIF? Yeah. Also, like, Man. no, most of that stuff aged really poorly as well. well. No, really? Oh, I'm shocked. Step by Step wasn't a regularly shown in your house. Yeah, Mad About You. I'm just going to keep dropping yeah, them. Yeah, Mad About You. Mad About You. No, whoa, 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 Jesse. That is... That was NBC Thursday. Okay. Don't start bringing that in. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, to this conversation. This is about TGIF, uh, Friday nights on ABC. Okay. Back when there were television networks that people cared about, damn it. 
Yeah, the only thing I cared about on network television uh, recurrently is The Good Place. So, Oh, yeah. I love The Good Place. The Good Place, yeah. Agreed. It's really good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Now, Mm -hmm. you don't want to make The Good Place really good. Yes, the Mega Micros. So So this is where the people who spent 81 years living in the Hollow Earth, this is where they were? Yeah, so, well, well, they... The land of the Mega Micros, and I don't know if they said the, um... So the Mega Micros are the people. Hmm. It's a protocosmos is where they go to. Now, I uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you what the general gist of this is okay. of, of this of this work, and then okay. I'm going I'm gonna ask you something, and I'm and you're gonna be wrong, but I'm gonna ask you something. Cool. Uh, so, so Casanova uses uh, biblical mythology and his inner earth realm protocosmos, um, in in this story. Uh, the author uh, pretended that God, on the sixth day, created the inner world, which was the paradise that Adam and Eve was supposedly banished from. Oh, okay. uh, On the eighth day, God created the lesser surface world of the Earth in Casanova's cosmology. That's pretty much the backstory of it. Hmm. It's just, um, for a long time, there was... There was a lot of stuff that about the inner uh Bahalara stuff. Um it and there was there it wasn't an it wasn't common, but it wasn't uncommon. Like it was like like kind of like that midway point of of like some beliefs that we have, like crystal stuff. Like it's not common, but it's not uncommon, you know? Right. It's kind of always there, but it's never like the hot topic. Yeah. And a lot of people yeah. thought a lot about like the hollow earth in some way. Like it was always kind of it was like it was since we explored like the Earth, like in the 1600s and everything, in the age of exploration, or 15 and you know whatever, like age of exploration. Like there's been like some just like what's inside this ball? Yeah, um, there's got to be something under the ground. Now, note, um, they did not say anything about flat Earth because the ancient Greeks knew about <laughs> knew. The the ancient Greeks almost guessed the exact circumference of the Earth yeah. three thousand years ago. Yeah, um, flat Earth stuff was if you were if you were any if you're educated at all, you knew that the Earth was a globe, and until apparently recently, um, don't know what's going on with that. I might talk somewhat <laughs> about that as well because there's also some weird stuff going on with with flat Earth stuff. I don't get it. I let's. I don't even. But get it. I, I'll 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 talk about some flat Earth stuff as well. Sure. Um, but um, but Hollow Earth. Um, so there's a couple different there's a couple different main theories. I'm going to be talking about a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is going to tie it into my uh, Nazi occult research I'm doing. That I'll probably be, that I'm going to be doing some uh, episodes on later in this year as well. Um, but. Uh, there's also a belief that the middle of the Earth is where, like, a lot of Nazis fled to after the war. You say belief like it isn't true, Jesse. Um, also, the middle of the Earth is where the Repelians come from. Yeah. Which is true. That's a known which, no, fact. which is true. Um, yeah, their spaceships fly out of the giant holes at the North and South Pole. Yeah. Um... Also, uh, all of our world leaders are are clones 
of the reptilians. They're ha- they're they're a mixture of human and reptilian. Um, right, they look human. They look human, but they're reptilian. Which yeah. is why I'm glad that reptilery was uh, was defeated. <laughs> so yeah, so Hollow Earth stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on with it. Um, I will be getting into a little bit more of it in future episodes. I just want to talk about one of the uh, the first like major publica- publications of it. Um, a, a belief of Hollow Earth belief. So picture it. Yes, yeah, so picture- Italy. Yeah. What what century is this again? 1700s. 17, 18th century. Yep. We've got uh Casanova. We've got Casanova writing about this couple that lived with the what no, was it micro mm? No? Couple? Or was it a couple? Or brother and sister. Oh no, Jesse. <laughs> Oh Did, no! Well, well, first there was a couple, but uh, is the answer both? <laughs> both. Oh, uh, so. No. Uh, but yeah, but so. Let's kind of let's get into this. So, in 1615, England, a young couple, Elizabeth and Edward, claimed to be the long lost children of a very elderly couple named uh, Wilhelmina and James. The young couple were presumably dead in their teens due to a shipwreck 81 years old earlier, but revealed that they spent that time in the land of the Megamicris, where the mm. aging process has slowed down considerably. The pair of 20-somethings proved uh, their identity through the beloved uh, fictional trope of birthmarks and scars. They proceeded to tell their ter- tell when the ship that Elizabeth and Edward were aboard sunk into the sea. The then children climbed into an empty, watertight coffin in the cargo hold. Ooh. The air bubble within said coffin kept the pair alive long enough for the coffin to drift away from the submerged ship and happen across a reverse gravity stream on the ocean floor. When Elizabeth and Edward emerge from the coffin, they are surrounded by 18-inch hairless humanoids with oh, hair yuck. color with skin colored blue or red or green or some combination of those colors. Ew. Those beings identify themselves as the Micromicris and welcome Liz and Ed to a protocosmos, the world within the Hollow Earth. Hmm. Um. In this story, the Earth's core is like an inner sun that like provides like warmth and light to the megamicris. Sure, it's always got to be an inner sun or crystals and uh, various plant life and and stuff. And so, mm-hmm. so basically, you know, you have you have an outside sun and inside sun. You know, right? Yeah, it all makes sense from there. So, so how how do you how do you so one of the things that I love about Hollow Earth stuff is. Like, eventually you just get to a point where, like, the gravity of the sun inside the Earth, like, reverses everything. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it, it makes sense. Outside, you, you fall down. Inside, you fall out. It, what's not to understand? Yeah, no, it's pretty good. And I like that they just, yeah. like, ra- like, they just randomly had a coffin that had just enough air. First of all, how did they seal it behind them? How do you sell anything behind you? You don't. It's not possible. You can't close a coffin on yourself. Coffins back then, they were boxes. 
and they wouldn't be airtight too. Well, it's, it's... um, are you gonna say that <laughs> Casanova is wrong? I'm gonna say number one. I don't. I'm beginning to suspect that his real name was not Casanova. And number two, yes, a blatant liar. I uh, was looking to make a few bucks selling. Uh, I don't know where these one sheets. Uh, or broadsheets or whatever, or where They're these uh, pamphlets, books. pamphlets, basically. pamphlets, yeah. So you know, want to make a quick buck or two? Uh, are you selling pamphlets? Are you saying Casanova, Echo, Samron, or the story of Edward and Elizabeth who spent eighty-one years <laughs> in the land of the Megamicris, the original inhabitants of Protocosmos, the it mm-hmm. on the interior mm-hmm. of our globe? Is wrong. Well, I'm saying he's wrong in the details, Jesse. Uh, the Hollow Earth is, of course, okay. real, but uh, I think he's fabricating a story, mostly to hide the actual truth. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All of these are false flag operations. These, all of these articles, because they don't want you to know the truth. Well, um, so the beings identify themselves as the Mega Micros, and welcome Liz and Ed to. Uh, protocosmos, the world within the hollow earth. Uh, so yeah, so the skin color of the Mega Micros establishes their cast. Oh, uh, so they're not all blue. Well, no, they're red, green, or blue, or combination. Combination. Yeah. Hmm. So they're always the, the 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 best looking ones. I'm sure. Yeah. The 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 uh the blue and the blue and green ones they look better than the red and green ones everyone's just like oh what are you elf and it's just it's, it's you know that means they shine during one month of the year because everyone knows Christmas is celebrated around the globe and yes. inside the globe even inside yes yep uh Santa not only del- uh, not only gives gives gifts to all the to all the children. Outside, but also inside. That's right. That's right. He goes. He goes up the chimney down there. Yeah, he goes up the chimney. It's it's real. He like he. It takes a little bit, but you know he he could go like light speed without like destroying oh, the wow. earth. So you know, sure, of course. <sighs> this is when it starts getting weird. By the way, this is when it starts getting weird. Okay, so they're down there, Elizabeth and Edward. Yeah. So down there, and they're living with the uh, mega micro, and they and they have and they have a cast system. The red skin beings being the topmost rank. The the reds are the only uh, mega micros capable of giving birth, with their children emerging from eggs already sporting differing skin colors. <laughs> These uh, creatures are hermaphroditic hermaphrodites, and only the the red skin offsprings have the. Sh- Share the um, parents' capacity for laying the eggs. Okay, but they don't need to get impregnated to lay the eggs. No, they can. They can Got impregnate it. themselves. So yeah. So each <laughs> of the maphroditic megamicris have large breasts that secrete a crimson fluid, which is both milk and an intoxicant for the creatures. Ew. No, ew! They—they're all just <laughs> just squirting each other, just, just getting each drunk, titties. and just uh, no, no, just like, no, get, Jesse. Get, first of all, don't say that ever <laughs> again. Uh, second of all, no. <laughs> the beggar Beakris drinks each other's milk wine when they bury their mate. Wow, that's just gross. <laughs> the, Wait, so is this just the red ones, or does everyone get ones. married? And, just the red ones. Okay. 
Oh, that's like, yeah, okay. So, mm-hmm. um, so this is just the beginning of the grossness, by the way. It's the red that gets yeah. me, not the the skin. The, the red milk. That's that's where it's gross. It's crimson. First off, <laughs> slightly well, different. Make it sound fancier. Okay, it sounds good to me. Also, milk wine. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so that's that's just. It sounds like something out of a bad sonnet. <laughs> Oh. The ma- uh, the mating is permanent, and the couples are so bonded that they even die simultaneously. Oh, okay. So the red skin. How romantic! Oh God, Rob, this is gross. Um, <laughs> the red skin couples discharge their eggs orally, with Ew. each partner's leg theirs at the same time. Oh, right, because they both, right, okay, okay. So, but they orally, that's like, like that scene in Airplane where the they, eggs just keep coming out of her mouth. They yeah. puke, they puke their, uh, their children. Oh. Uh, the two hatchlings, who will always share the same skin color, are married as a life couple when old enough. Oh. So technically they're not brother and sister, or hmm. um, or siblings, I should say. No, Te- technically, technically not. not technically but not. at the same Correct. time, they are. It, it's like that weird. It's like that weird um, exception to the rule, uh, where they're technically step siblings, where they're not blood yeah. related, but it's still right. gross. But they have the same parents, yeah, but not biologically, yeah. So you know, it's that that weird uh, exception that a lot of that a lot of gross media uses. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It's certainly not a category on any video site I've been it's to. It's definitely not the most searched terms for <laughs> almost a goddamn decade. When did that happen, by the way? That seemed to just be like, hey, one day everyone's like, yep, this is what we're into now. And it was like, okay. Really? It was lesbians for so long, but then it just kind of switched yeah. to the t- 2010s. Yeah, yeah, it's, I blame the whole MILF thing, actually. That's, that's what I blame. Uh, you know what I'm blaming? Mm. I'm blaming uh, the fact that people are less shameful of being horny about taboo <laughs> stuff. Hey, whatever floats your boat. I just didn't expect it to be what the big thing it is. It's it's crazy. Well, it is. Uh, so, the Mega Mikras never need to sleep. They hear through their skin, making their entire body's auditory organs. Ooh. And they, uh, and they eat. And when they eat, they ingest the smells as well as solid forms of food. Okay. Include, including that red titty. Oh, Jesse, <laughs> once again. No, thank you. I'm going to shut that down They're, right you know, they now. Get, they just get drunk. They just, they're, they're just slobbering all just over. They're like, ah, ah, ah. just slobbering all over <laughs> just, their mates. Uh, just pouring it all over <laughs> and rubbing it in. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, they. But it's all it's all warm and ugh. yeah, you know. So so fresh. The total the total population of co- uh, proto cosmos was around ten billion. Ten billion. Wow. Yeah. Well, there's more surface area inside of a shape. Isn't it the exact same amount of surface area, Jesse? Well, there's more surface area as in like I'm don't know geometry. <laughs> <laughs> It would be the same, but I guess if there's no oceans, then you'd have a lot more land. So, yeah. are there oceans? I don't think there would be a lot of it. Okay. Yeah, That's... then, yeah, there would be a lot more, uh, a lot more land, uh, space. Yeah. 
So they shared the uh, there's the shared oh, sorry. Uh so there's like multiple kingdoms and republics. Mm-hmm. Um they share the shared religion was similar to Roman Catholicism. And that's their most gross part, honestly, for me. <laughs> um, uh, uh, like, wait, like, how? So they had priests? Well, well, the thing is, is it was written. Did they have, by, a, just, did they have Jesus? It was written by. It was written by an Italian in the in the 1700s. Oh, sure. They probably sure, didn't no, know right. what another religion was, except for yeah. bad. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Now, another thing I need to bring up in this episode is so you're probably familiar somewhat with the cars universe right you probably had to watch <laughs> some of it i i have okay. seen a two cars movie so so you are you aware that the planes universe which is yeah is part of it okay well there's i am aware there's I'm a fla- there's a flashback for one of the older characters of a world war ii in plane in plane there's a World War II in planes? There's a World War II in planes. There's a flashback. So, See, this so, is like, why Rob, they should Rob, not... <laughs> Rob, let me finish no. this. Uh-huh. Okay. Listen. There was a car Hitler. No. No, there had to be. If there oh, was you're War saying II. there was... Sure, there no, no, was there a... there had to be. There's... And also, like, there's... You know, if Judaism exists in the car's universe, there's probably Catholicism. So that hmm. means there's also a Cars Pope. Hmm. Which yeah, also means that there was a Cars Jesus. Yeah, sure. And a Cars Moses. And Cars Adam and Eve. Cars. Not Adam and Steve, Jesse. No matter how many times I tell you. And, and, and I'm just saying, like, I, I want to see that. I want to see the Wars 2 Cars universe. This is, this is why you should never have historical analogs in those kind of movies, because... It, if you go down that road, it's not good. Are, are you aware of the anime or the anime or the physical game Beyblades at all? Yes. Okay. So in the Beyblade universe, wait, the, the, the spinning things, yeah, yeah, the, the tops? tops, yeah. Okay, yeah. My my kid just got these, and they're impossible for a little kid to do. It. Oh, yeah. No, let angry. it rip. Right. You have to be. You have to be like a bigger child to do it. Yeah, you have to be way too, yeah, but, no. But it's still going. Like, it was a thing when I was a child. So, like, it's yeah, sure. going through 20-something years along. Yeah. But um, in one of the later seasons, uh, they talk about how uh, bays, which are the spirits inside the things, um, they caused a lot of change in the world. And um, one of the things they showed was uh, Moses using a Beyblade to split the Red Sea. well see they they are committed to their cosmology they are uh going all out you know what the great thing about that is (laughs) jesus might have had a beyblade they would have to if you're saying you know basically essentially the powers of god are all god are all due to beyblades then the whole but, thing came back three days later because a Beyblade so, flew by and did something. So they had, they literally had a scene where Moses, <laughs> like, with a Beyblade, like, was, uh, was, and it was spinning in front of him, splitting the Red Sea. great. I just, I love, I love it when they break in real world stuff and they have to, like, justify it. Because, like. What, did you see that Transformers movie where they had, like. Transformers in the Underground Railroad? 
oh, I have not, but that's interesting. <laughs> they had like Harriet Tubman being helped out by Transformers. Because in King Arthur, like all those legends oh, come it, from it was the, last the one. Transformers. Before, before like, they did oh, the good you, one. It's the it's <laughs> It's something, all right. Yeah, they're, they're, they show them throughout history. So, yeah, you could easily do the same Moses thing with Transformers. I, I, I was told by a lot of people that the Bumblebee movie was basically a horse girl movie, but with a Transformer. And that sounds real good. Yeah. It actually, I guess it is. I never saw it. But everything I heard, yeah, yeah, I've heard, yeah, I heard that it was good. It's that, for, like, it was a yeah, I did hear that so, too. I, I still refuse well, to believe no, it, no, but it might time, be. Anytime you could describe a Transformers movie as a horse girl movie, but <laughs> with a Transformer, it has to be good. No, it's great. She's 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 cute, but she doesn't believe it because she's misunderstood and she's not into the same things as the other kids. And then she finds a magical robot that helps her, and and, and she yeah, grows up to never stop talking about that robot. Right, that's that's her her horse. <laughs> yeah, and so like I've heard a lot of great things about it. So I can't believe. Okay, so, Rob, I cannot yeah. wrap myself. I can't wrap myself around the idea of Transformers helping out Harriet Tubman. You 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 there that you have was to it, watch it. Was, okay, and was, Anthony Hopkins is the one telling us okay, all so, about okay, it. Okay, Rob, I have other questions, and I know yes. you can't answer this. Yeah, but. Was there Decepticon Confederates? So it's not they don't say, but what? I kinda you kinda get a sense that it's happening on both sides. So so wait, so like Yeah, there's there's good guys, there are good so, guys. So, and no, bad Rob, guys. Rob, Rob, Rob. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. Did, it's like a wild, wild west situation, but so, with Transformers. But, but like So they were they hit what were they did they <laughs> my brain's breaking. <laughs> I'm not saying they caused it, Jesse. No, no, no. I'm, saying I'm not that saying that they were I'm not involved. That they, caused it. they were involved. I know they yeah. were involved, but were they involved in the battles, like at all? Like, was there? They was there, They didn't show that. Okay, but because but they were busy keeping themselves secret, but, but, they did. They could never go out in public. Rob, they could turn into anything. Rob. Well, did they, did they have, I don't know. Did they they couldn't turn can, into horses, buggies. They can't turn into horses. Say that. <laughs> I guess they could do a hologram horse. But yeah, uh, they could do a hologram horse. But yeah. like, did one of them turn into one of those Otibi Gatling guns? They were just like, hey, I'll help you out. They kind of, if I remember correctly, they kind of just turned into the alien weapons. Like the kind of versions of that. Oh, that's. So they're alien selves instead of like. Oh, well, some of them turned into dinosaurs and stuff, you know, I mean, that happened. I mean, we all know about the Dinobots, Rob. You don't need to talk down to me. Yeah, but I, I think one turned itself into a catapult? Am I remembering that right? So I think they were kind of mixing and matching a little so, bit. But Rob, like, okay, like, I'm not even extrapolating anything but the Civil War right now, because if I do, <laughs> but like... Yeah, well, sure. Like, yeah, the Merrimack. One of them turned themselves into the Merrimack. <laughs> Uh, you but had like, some can some big cannons. So, but like how submarines? Did, yeah, I mean submarines. Mm -hmm. some, I mean, sure. yeah. So like train. Were oh, they, a train. Were they What's pro? The one that were they pro slavery transformers? Wait, is it is it hard to believe that Decepticons no, no, would be pro slavery? No, but, but, they kind of want the whole planet. But, but Rob, but Rob, the de okay, I don't like. Okay, so I the Decepticons came out of a slave caste, though. 
Yeah, but that doesn't mean they don't want to perpetuate it. They're in the system, man. It can't escape. Rob, I'm so, like, this is, I, Rob. Listen, I'm going to, you need to say this, you need to see this little documentary called Transformers, uh, was it The Last Night? And then you'll understand everything. But, like, there's so many, like, if it's, if it's just, like, just, if it's just a civil war. (laughs) <laughs> it's not it's no, not no, i know it's not no but I'm, it's the revolutionary I can't do, war no, rob i cannot think about that right now but if it's just the civil war like oh there's did so they, many did ethical they help the constitution did, did they did, rob I, I i i don't remember well enough i don't remember i think it is implied that they had people so they had like the illuminati basically in that universe was the was the people who knew about the transformers and pledged to keep them a secret and worked with them through history to like help people um at least worked with the autobots to help people uh through history but the illuminati's well what you know about the illuminati are lies they're secret rob you know how i get into alternate universe stuff (laughs) like i've i've been like you've you heard how like like unlimited theories, the podcast sure. we do together. Mm-hmm. Like I was even able to like get into like ruins a little bit because I've just got want to know about this world. Yeah, yeah. I always like what if situations. I, but sure. like I get too much into that. At least comics explore it a little bit. Like I doubt the movie explored it. It's well. You know, when I go into a Michael Bay movie, I expect Rob, deep explorations of the issues raised in the film. I don't, Rob. <laughs> I I don't care what. Like, if you bring up something interesting, I want to know more about it. You need you need to watch this movie. It, it, it showcase in and the situation will be. Oh wait, that wasn't interesting. But no, they, they just kind of plop still, out an I idea know here about or there. The, Giant transforming alien robots helping out the underground mm-hmm. railroad. Yeah, yeah. It's there's about ten seconds of it, and it's uh, you can't. Bring, there's a lot. It raises a lot more questions than you it can't bring that shit up. I know. You I know. Like you cannot, because there's people like me who needs to know more about it. <laughs> I haven't even watched it. Like I, Rob. Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I was break like. Let's talk about these. Let's talk about these. I broke Jesse. All right. What else? What else? So the people they have their babies in gross ways, and they they're Uh, they're all Roman Catholics. So they probably also well their their version of it. So you know. So there's a Micromicus, a Micras, um, Jesus, probably. Sure. Some kind of savior. Yeah, they're probably anti-Semitic. There's probably also like. Well, sure, Jesse. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah. the New Testament doesn't even get, like, 60 chapters in before it gets anti-Semitic, so, you know, like, so, yeah. Um, but, uh, so, the clergy of this religion has a pyramidal rank system, with the lesser priests at the bottom, and bishops at the top. The bishops next, and then cardinals, and then one great soul at the top as their pope. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> the the Rob, great soul. Rob. Rob. Yes. Yes. Rob, this, this yes. pope. First off, this pope is probably red. This is a side thing. <laughs> well, yeah, that of means, course. That means we just have like this, like <sighs> I can't. I can't finish the sentence. 
You're still thinking about Transformers, no, no, aren't no, you, no, Jesse? I'm just thinking about this. Just, <laughs> I'm just thinking about the Pope, probably mostly naked, with like with the Pope hat. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Like, it didn't mention them being naked, but I assumed they were naked. Yeah, right? but it's just, it's just like, like it just, uh, just has like their bits hanging out, and it's all of it. It's always warm in. Like in Hollow Earth situations, so yeah. they're going to be naked. Yeah, they're eighteen inches tall. But do they have bits? They're hermaphrodites. They probably don't have bits. No, no, they have bits. But hermaf- hermaphrodites mean they have both. <laughs> well, I think they're probably using the term less technically than we are. Well, I mean, bro, so what no, do they? T- how do they procreate? Do they stick one thing in the other thing? No, no, no. They right. Maybe See, they, they do don't it need like bits. Earthworms have both sex worms, and they can uh, sex. Sex. But they're internal. Yeah, internal. Maybe it's internal. Right. That's what I'm saying. Maybe like, they have. I don't sex think with they the have visible bits hanging out of their body. Yeah, but but the Except thing is, the but the thing well, is, they do the boobs. Is they mention mm. specifically because like boobs mm. are part of like secondary sexual organ. No, no, you're right. That's making me rethink it a little that's, bit. That's why. Uh, that's they do why. have boobs. They're, they're secondary sexual organs, and like if they hmm. were like bugs, like you could be like, okay, it's all internal. But they're right, mammals. That would make more sense. They're mammals, but there are mammals with uh, internal, right? Well, there are no. mammals with cloaca. No, well, but no, those are birds. birds. Yeah, those are birds, huh? Huh. So like well, maybe bits- they're less. Maybe they're only humanoid in in like number of limbs and stuff. We don't really know what they look like. It could be birds with breasts and milk. <laughs> birds that make milk. Well, wa- milk wine. <laughs> milk wine. <laughs> milk wine. Yeah, I don't know. This is uh, this is this is very Marvel universe. It reminds me of your other podcast. <laughs> so um, so if you want to think about it, these are kind of like the uh, Shi'ar. Oh, I don't. These are kind of like the Shi'ar, where like they're just like Ooh, sexy yeah. bird people, and yep, Xavier and Xavier's one hundred percent down to get with almost oh. all of them. Well, at least uh, what's her name, Lalandra, right? I've never said that out loud. I think in my life, uh, yeah. I mean, we know that. Oh, can you imagine how many feathers are left in the bed? Well, they're they're mostly not bird people. But they've got a lot of hair. Well, she has well, t- a lot. Well, of, well, not hair. Well, feathers, it's feathers. But so, really, you know. if you think about it, like uh, Lalandra's uh, sister, Deathbird, was the ah, one was Deathbird. a which was a mutant who was like a right. previous version of them before they lost their wings. Right. She she's got kind of throwback, and uh, she you know she was had to be wild. She's a crazy lady. Yeah. Um. So yeah, let's let's get to this next. Uh, yes. Next thing. So the yes. god the god they worshipped was a sun. At the Earth's core, the oracles who produce uh, oracles who produce obscure prophecy. Uh, there are oracles who produce obscure prophecies under the influence of the Mega Micron uh, milk wine. So basically, Ew. they just get they just they're just like they're just going over to the spout, getting real drunk off that off that wine that that wait that pit it, wine. It could be getting drunk off its own wine. Oh, it could be. Yeah. Yeah. Just just. Oh God! <laughs> so I said that <laughs> there's this another was, category I, for that somewhere. I said that this was going to be gross at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like I'm just bringing this up now. Now, it, it, do do Elizabeth and Edward, if we remember who they are? Oh, okay. So um, wait, we're not talking. Are they about involved them yet. with the milk wine? We're not talking about that yet. Oh, all right. Let's get to it. Yeah. So sacred groves are scattered throughout the protocosmos. And in those groves are trees that bore fruit similar to figs. 
those figs were guarded by poisonous serpents who were considered taboo in the Megamicra. Uh, and there's basically, basically implying like a link between the Garden of Eden and the serpent and the fruit. Um, now, I'm not going to get a Gnostic gospel right now. That's another thing I'm uh, doing some studying on. As I said, let's get esoteric. It's 2020. We're going to die in a couple sure. of years. I might yeah, as well sure. learn weird stuff. I'd learn it while you got it. Yep. So, uh, language-wise, the uh, Megamicris had six vowels and seven consonantal sounds that, that corresponded with musical notes. Um, Sounds pretty. Horses, like those that are on the uh, surface world, were used by the be- these beings. While enormous trained birds with four legs flew passengers and freight from one place to the other in protocosmos. That's awesome. So they have regular horses. Yeah, that's lame. And then they have four birds. Wait, they're 18 inches tall. How are they riding horses? I mean, that's like the size of a a small toddler, right? 18 inches? No, no, that's a a baby. That's that's a baby. That's a toddler. I mean, you can put a baby on a horse. Yeah, but how's it going to baby going to get on a horse? <laughs> it's not so much okay, the actual. So, okay, if you have a whole situation set up, sure. But how are they going to tame a horse? How are they going to train a horse? How are they going to okay, kind of? So Rob, how are they going to do any of this? Rob, uh huh. They have their own society. They they got their way around. I think you're making making them like thinking about them a little bit too much, like human. No, but they had to start from somewhere. Yeah, and you know they found their way. Like we have everything mm. built for you know two legs, two arms, and about. Like five yeah. foot and above. In my, I guess we had, and we have plenty of cultures that train things like elephants. So yeah, okay, all right. I'll give the mega micros uh, some credit. Okay, and they also have enormous trained b- birds with four legs. You did <laughs> not say anything about that, Rob. Well, because we don't have an analog to that, so I'm gonna, <laughs> like, I gotta be like, like you, okay, go like, ahead, sure. So like, of I'm just course. like horses. You should know what horses are. Listen, the if it's made up, it's a lot easier to be like, well, I guess something happened and they figured it out than if it's something I know about. So, one of the things I don't understand on this show, I've have I have a various amount of people on. And they always focus on the thing that they should not be focusing on. Again, because <laughs> when you mix the strange and with the mundane, we don't know about the strange. No, we can no. accept any host of things. Am I, like, I don't know. Like, I go to the strange thing. Am I, like, okay, Rob. Am I, am I just broken? Am I broken? I want to know about <laughs> the strange thing first. I, I already guess, know, I know about but- horses. Well, sure, but I want to know, you know, I want to know how I relate to them. I want to know what we have in common. I'm trying to get to the get to the bottom of things here. It says horses. Who are these people? What makes them tick? Horses. We like like horses. They like horses. On the surface world, you already Mm -hmm. know what horses look like and what they are. There's literal and nervous birds with four legs. Yeah, but it's funny to imagine these crazy creatures and they just have normal horses. (laughs) Don't know why, Jesse, but. Can't explain it. Although I like that it's 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 birds with four legs, so it's not like a like a hippogriff or a, or a no, Pegasus situation. Just birds that happen to have four legs, and I don't know why. That's not going to help you with lift or anything. In fact, it's it's just going to add weight. But yeah, but that's why they're big. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. giant birds. Yeah. So carrying freight. I like that they carry freight. Now this is this is when we talk about uh, uh Liz and Ed. 
Yes, Lizzie and Eddie. So, they when they first arrive, they're taught the language, history, religion, and the culture of the protocosmos. Wow. They're fed for a time on the breast, uh, uh, the breast milk wine of their hosts. <laughs> which you think it's direct or which, you know into a glass? No, no, they no they they're supping. They're supping uh-huh. on. They're supping That's on what that I tea. Think. They, yeah, they're just yeah. they, they just slid up a little. Well, actually, no, wait. Oh, wait, they're, but they're tiny. But they're tiny. So they picked oh, them up. Oh, that makes it weirder. They picked them up and they <laughs> they drink it like they're a bottle. Like they're, like, they're, like they're doing a, what do you call that? When you when you take a beer? When oh, they're shotgunning a beer. Yeah. yeah, they're just shot, They lift them up and they squeeze them and they shotgun that, that, that which also Which also means they're getting drunk as well. That is right. It's exactly like shotgunning. <laughs> Yeah, oh except it God. was warm and milky. Uh delicious. <laughs> Sweet and probably doesn't smell very good. Yeah, that's uh So uh they were great. Inf- they were informed that they originally have they were required to earn their own living and fend for themselves. <laughs> wow, they have so they have money. <laughs> okay. Well, that, that doesn't mean that they have to earn I think money. if you say earn their own living. They have to earn fending their own for themselves living. is different. I mean yeah. I mean, you know, that they could be working off a barter system. Something, yes. but yeah, okay, but yeah, I just like how they're just like, hey, you're weird and way too big for our society. How um, old were these ki- these people again? They're children. Okay, a young couple, twenty something. They're 20. right. That's what I okay. That's well, it's young well, couple actually, back then. It might have been like eighteen. No, 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 because they were engaged, right? Wait, no. Well, we'll get into it. Okay. Oh no no they're definitely related by the way. Oh, um, uh, I was waiting for that axe to fall. They're sure. definitely related. So, yeah. um, man, I <laughs> Rob, this is so weird. <laughs> Every time, I, like, I looked before, like, I've read this before, but like, I like it was a while since I did the research, and like, I kind of forgot about the stuff. But each sentence gets more weird. <laughs> Which is weird because we started out with with milk wine coming out of hermaphrodite's uh, boobies, basically, <laughs> <laughs> and it only gets weirder from there. Yeah. So, Liz and Ed proved very resourceful as they re- reached adulthood. They began to revolutionize the economy and society of the protocosmos uh, of the Micromicres. Um, and they considered them to be the personification of one of the bizarre prophecies that the oracles spouted while intoxicated, maybe on their own <laughs> milk wine. Yeah. So, uh, these two young white children from England went to a foreign land and revolutionized it, you know, in, in, in their way of life. Hmm. Yeah. Wait, what did they do? So, what did they do? Well, well, no, I just want to point out that colonialism always existed even in this. <laughs> uh, let's two, remember who's telling this story, too. So, these, two, uh, <laughs> these two young white children, or two young white 20-somethings, uh, you know, colonized a place. Yep. Single-handedly, just pulling themselves up well, by they, their uh, boot buckles. Well, they were very tall. Yeah, I mean, it would not... I, they've got a huge advantage. 
Yeah, huge just advantage. Like, like some of them are just like, hey, I don't like this. They just pick they're, them up and throw them. They're basically coming up to their knees. Like, like it, it's like if it's like if a toddler, not a toddler, mm-hmm. not no, even. a baby. No, it's like if a baby somehow stood up and yeah. was just uh, trying to punch you, and, yeah. and you could just pick it up and throw it. Yeah, it's like Sweet Pea coming up at you, and uh, only they're fully grown, so they're probably you know way less and are even easier to beat up. Yeah. You just knock them over and, yeah. uh, you know, maybe hold them by their ankle. Say, like, stop it. And then they eventually kick. have to stop it. Just sweep the leg, sweep your leg, and you're going to knock down whole hosts of them. So, uh, remember the colonialism aspect? Yeah. So, Edward eventually steals some of the forbidden figs in the sacred groves. Mm-hmm. And even events a weapon to kill the poisonous serpent. A gun oh. that sil- uh, uh, soundlessly... Uh, fires soundlessly and darts that release arsenic poison. So basically, he created a silent gun and poison darts. Awesome. So he could just go in and steal their sacred artifact. <laughs> <laughs> and then eat them. And then eat them. Yeah, great. Um, while, the, uh, while the years... When the years go by, the siblings, Ed and Liz, mate with each other. Since there's no other humans around. Right, and it, probably drunk on milk wine. Probably yes. They 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 mm-hmm. just shotgun one of them. One of them's just like, hey, I don't want this. But they're like, guess what? You're a baby. You don't know. need to explain this too much. I've seen flowers in the attic. You know, eventually they got horny and just like, I, I can't, yeah. I can't with any of these. So um, right, I'm gonna put it in the only yeah thing that's the right yep. size. Yep. Sure. As I said, this is gross. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. They mate. Sounds so. And there's romantic. not even like a step sibling thing going on here. It's just. No. Although no. at the same time, like it would have been like as big of a deal in the seventeen hundreds. It would have been a big deal. It would like no. It would have been a big deal, but not as big of a deal. I don't know. I think that's always been for at least a long time a central taboo. Now cousin, oh, absolutely. Like close. You know, I don't know how close a relative needs to be, but that one. I'm not saying, maybe it's not as big, but it's still a big deal. No, it's a big deal, but not as big of a deal. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I forgot about this part. So, ah, God, Rob, I'm just, I'm just about done. I'm just about done. But, apparently, uh, yeah, there was a, there was a story around, surrounding Casanova himself, where he once had a uh, threesome with his former mistress and adult daughter that he si- uh, that he sired with her. Hold on, hold on. Okay, so let me make sure I understand this. So he had a mistress. He had a mistress. He had a kid with the mistress. Yep. And then he had a threesome with the mistress and the. Well, I don't know if she was a kid at the time, but that kid well, who came out daughter. of that mistress, adult adult daughter, still wow. a child. Now, but this is not. Wait, are you We're saying still. that the Casanova in this who claimed to? The, person claiming to write this who called themselves Casanova was the Casanova of legend? Uh, I don't think it is. Okay. Alright. I wasn't sure if we were mixing up the no, separate Casanova. No, no, Casanova. but there's a legend surrounding the Arthur Casanova. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. So, like, maybe this was just a thing that it was into? <laughs> that's, uh, that's a thing, alright. So... <laughs> Again, that's... There's... There are people who are into it. Sure. Okay. 
Okay, um, was it like a real thing? Was was, was Casanova in real? You know what? No, I no, gotta this say, this is a real person. Yeah, I gotta right say, I don't know how much is like legend because I only think of Casanova in terms of kind of an almost mythical, like, ooh, the great lover Casanova. No, I no. never really think of it as based on a real person. No, it's also no, like Casanova wasn't like a one person. It was multiple people was named Casanova. Mm-hmm. It's just you know, this is just the author of this. Interesting. Movie. Yeah. Interesting. Now. Story, it's weirder. Again, <laughs> good lord. Because the air breathed in on Proto Cosmos drastically slows down uh, Ed and uh, Liz's aging. Mm-hmm. Uh, and due to them previously ingesting the Megamicrin milk wine, the brother and sister produce two human children per year. Wait, hold on. One male, one female. With those quickly growing children eventually mating with each other, and so on, for generations. But, but they age slowly. Okay, so they age quickly until they're adults, and then age slowly? Yes. Okay. That Alright, sure. So they, so they rapidly produced a human population down in for, the protocosmos. Yeah, for, for like a few generations. But well, it's 81 years. Let's say they started having kids 10 years in. That's 71 years. To, well, no, you know. no. I think, you know, it said for a few generations. So I'm going to say. Still, that's not bad. So that's three. I'm going to say that's between three and before several, which would be four. four. Yeah. So, yeah, three or four. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, so three or four. Yeah. yeah, but then, so you got those generations, but they had kids every year. And then all those kids were mating with each other. And then those kids just, start mating. It's just a chain of incest. Yeah, so you get a... Wait, wait. Yeah, no, it's all incest. No, I was like, all, maybe they're, it's incest all maybe the way they're down, doing it with Rob. the kids from the other years, but nope, nope, that is incest all the way down, yep. <laughs> you just keep on, you just keep on going down the line, it's just yep. incest, Rob. Yep, still incest, let's, let's go on the next person, yep, still incest. Yep. So, wow. so, um, the siblings, children, and grandchildren, and great-grandchildren, ultimately numbered in the millions. <laughs> okay. Uh, Liz and Ed settled as a royal couple, eventually transforming the politics and religious system in the protocosmos. So, again, colonialism. Um, in the end, uh, a blasting accident during a royal construction project <laughs> uh, uh, resulted in Ed and Liz being hurled back to the surface world with no what? way of returning. Yeah. Yeah, sounds tall. Okay. They got blasted back. Yeah. Uh, from where they sought out uh, their elderly parents and returned related to this tale, they age- the siblings rapidly aged from then on and were dead in about 15 years. Mm. Okay. So that's that. Wow. Now, there's a little bit more I wanted to talk about. Okay. Um, so a little bit later, um, well, first let's talk about that part. So the rest I have to talk about, it's not a lot, but rest I have to talk about, it's just a couple of paragraphs, so not much. Um, but what do you think about the Megramicris? Well, um, I think they are, uh, a bunch of what we call wusses. 
if they had been real, real micro, mega microses, uh, they would have stood up to the colonialist pigs who took over their country and uh, done something about it. But no, now they just let these people multiply, take over their land, and then I assume do something bad. We don't really get to hear about them. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to say that was gross almost all the way down, including because, uh, you know, there's a whole just chains of millions of people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just incest. All related. I mean, how many levels do you get? I guess how many generations is it before it's not considered incest? Well, the thing is... Second cousins? Third cousins? I think after first cousins, the... Right. It becomes it becomes less of a uh, yeah less of an le- issue technically right. legally speaking well, even no, no, yeah. no, genetically as well yeah yeah no I'm saying both like yeah yeah even even legally speaking it's not really an issue so I mean yeah but for a lot of them that's just hey you're uh, how you doing sis how you doing bro let's do this oh, let's get some sweet milk wine and. Uh, do what comes naturally. Yep. Unfortunately, I have to do this one. Just did a bad thing. I regret the thing I did. Can, can they get it? Yes, they, they can. Well, okay, hold on. We're focusing on the humans here. No, 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 no. I'm focusing on the Baker Beacris. Yeah, no, they actually, can't. no. No, we they don't can't. Know. No, we, they can't. No, they, no, can't. they don't. No. They They're don't. the size of babies. No. <laughs> well, no. you're right. They can't. No, they, they're 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 teeny tiny little things. They're like Barbie. Well, Barbie dolls are a little shorter, but they're closer to Barbie dolls than people. Yeah, I don't think they can. Then again, you've had people do fish in this on the show. So yeah, but these are these are more like humanoids. So like they're like you know they're basically babies, little hairless babies. blue babies. So hmm. all right, so no on that. Surprising no, but the kids when you're down there they. The, the people, the humans, they go nuts down there. That's that's pretty much it. Hmm. I mean, it's hmm. just real gross. So, where did Casanova? Did he say where he heard this story? Like where he oh, got from, this? I, I, well, well, from the uh, from Will Amina and uh, and James. That was oh their parents. That was their 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 uh, their their parents because they told their parents about it, and then they right, died like right. fifteen years later. Yeah, but the parents were already old. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Hmm. Apparently they were down or something. They were down there for 81 years. How old were their parents? Well, I don't know. Rob, Rob, we literally talked about like 18 <laughs> inches, just like, just like. I can buy all of that. The least realistic part of the story is that their parents would still be alive in the 1700s. We can't, we can't make this into a, a rented paste. Pace factory thing. We can't. I know I, right. my, I know I broke my brain thinking about the Transformers in the Civil War. Transformers in the Underground Railroad. Woo-woo. See, they had a real railroad underground then. That's terrible. Uh, oh, classy Michael Bay. Classy. Oh, God. So, yeah. so. Uh, so yeah, here's some other stuff I kind of want to talk about. Just okay, which will probably be br- uh, brought up a little bit when I do other Hollow Earth episodes. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a 19th century uh, French occultist, Alexandra, uh, well, Alexander, uh, Alexander uh, St. Ives de Valandre, de Valandre, de Valandre, uh, published a, the first quote-unquote reliable account of Agartha. <laughs> And okay. in Europe. Uh, so, according to him, there's a secret ward of Agartha, Agartha and all the wisdom and wealth will be uh, uh, accessible for all mankind mm. when Chris- Christianity lives up to the commandments, which was once drafted up by Moses and God. Sure. Um, meaning that when anarchy exists in our world, that exists in our world, is replaced with the Synarch, uh, synarchy. Um, it would like you know basically yeah. You know, That's when we'll have a golden age. Yeah. So, but Agartha is uh was a place that like quote unquote existed. It was in the Himalayas in Tibet. Ah. And um, Agartha, and so his version of uh, the history of Gartha is based on revealed quote unquote uh, revealed information uh, who he that which re- who was received by the uh, Saint uh, Saint Ives himself through attunement <laughs> so basically like it was like this weird combination of hollow earth and um and Christianity Christianity um huh. so so it has like like all the wisdom and wealth that could be accessed if you are able to hmm. you know actually um not if you're able to be a good christian okay and then we have uh, another thing there's a which I'm going to see if I can get this book if possible I have I did not was able to find a easily attainable one that I have to buy um uh, but the uh, explorer uh, Ferdinand o- o- Osendowski hmm. uh, wrote a book in 1922 called Beasts, uh, Men, and Gods, in which uh, he tells a story that was imparted to him concerning a subterranean uh, kingdom that exists inside the Earth. Hmm. Classic. So, yeah. And that's pretty much it. So so yeah, I guess we need to get to uh, our newest segment. The oh, one that was revealed the last episode we did on the anniversary. Hmm. Um, where? Well, you know what? I lied. I think I was just being lazy because I just found a completely free version that's also not only hyperlinked <laughs> but completely easily like searched through. Uh, well done. So um. That's something I might go through as well. Sure. Uh, ooh, 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 I just found, I just found the thing, the, the, the title thing. <laughs> the Subterranean Earth, uh, Subterranean Kingdom. But yeah, um, I'll look through that and see if there's anything I need to come through that one. Because right. I love me some real old stuff concerning weird things. <laughs> as this podcast probably shows you. 
Nice. Yeah. So I think I think people anybody listening to this has been clued in by now. <laughs> but uh but yeah, um so our newest segment Baby fight. So, how many toddlers do you think it would take to defeat a Micromicrus? Hmm. Now, what I am saying as a toddler is I'm going to yeah. say exactly 24 months. So, we're going to say, okay, two year old toddler. Th- right. Two year old toddler. Oh, uh, easy. Oh, no, no, easy. Well, 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 first off, I need to, I need to set, the, set the terms so people yes, know okay. what I'm talking about. Yes, I am. I am so, ready. they're going to be. Uh, they're gonna be like a little. They're gonna be like a little under thirty inches. Okay. Or so, um, not three feet. What am I talking about? Give me. Sorry, I need to get the the thing I was using. Um. How many wolverines is that? Actually, about half a wolverine. About half, maybe point four of a wolverine. There it is, the exact one. So I'm I'm basing it off of the the toddler month by month chart. On thebump.com, toddler month by month. <laughs> yes, the bump. I have uh, so they're gonna. So the toddler is is gonna be around twenty six to twenty eight, uh, twenty eight pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, they're gonna be a little under two and a half, a uh, two and a half feet, a little over two and a half feet. Um, like twenty, thirty, thirty, uh, thirty three to like thirty five inches. Um, they are teething. Okay. Uh, they could say 50 to 100 words. Mm-hmm. Um, they can, they can walk upstairs one foot at a time and jump with both feet at once. Correct. Um, you're starting to potty train them, so you probably have them in, like, the, the, the potty, potty training diaper things. Also, as you probably know, they get big mad and big sad. <laughs> Big mad and big sad, yes. Also, if they don't see their mom or dad, they get real upset. <laughs> Fairly common, yes. And also, they, they tend to sleep around 12 to 13 hours a day. Yeah. Um. So, that's that's the whole, that's that's the setup. Okay. Um, now, are there weapons involved no, by well, either well, no. party? So, well, I'm, I'm going to have two stages of this. Okay. One. It's just it's it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, a toddler like a toddler spawns like a a toddler spawns about every I'm gonna say every five minutes or so no okay. every minute every minute okay. uh, they're on opposite sides of a standard uh, football field uh, American football field ooh okay um mm. so three hundred uh, three hundred feet or a hundred yards yeah yeah um uh they're and all the toddlers. Woke up from a nap about an hour ago, and someone gave them a little bit of cake. Mm. Yeah. And they know two things. Their mommy isn't there, and you're the reason why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so so the micromicris on one side, toddlers on the other. How yeah. many do you think you take down take it down? First off, they're already taller than the micromicris. All right, they're taller and probably way more than than the Macamicros. So I'm, uh, and one is, you know, while toddlers are evil little 
forces of nature, um, they 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 don't really know how to truly hurt something. Yeah, they do have very pudgy little fists. They they hurt things, but they don't really know how to really hurt something. Uh, so it would be tough for a toddler to be like, I'm going to try to tear this thing apart. Yeah, I mean, um, so I'm going to say it's going to take more than one. It's sure. going to take more than one, correct. I'm, I'm going to say- also, the Megamicros are thinking adult creatures. There's nothing that says that like they're slow or anything or not capable of, of kind of what we think of as normal societal things, right? Yeah. They have tools. They, they use, they use big birds to carry freight. Like they're, they're intelligent things. So I, I'm going to think they know how to fight. Even if they're very weak and small, they still know how to fight. So I'm going to think it's about, Mm. About four toddlers to every uh, Mega Micros. Well, okay, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say three. Yeah, three. Is, three, three was my first thought. Uh, reason, yeah. Reason why is so. First off, these toddlers know enough that that they they first off they they have a bloodlust. You you <laughs> their mom is not there because of you, and they're yeah. big mad. They do get big mad. It is true. Yeah. So so you would be. So I think it, two of them could definitely hold a Mega Micros down. Yeah, and I think it, two could hold it down, and then you get the third in for the kill. And yeah. then you get the third yeah. one, and it could it could jump with two feet. Oh, one of yes, that is true. Jumping and 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 is toddlers at that age love just putting their full weight on things as, it, it, as hard as possible. And like I have my cat is like eight nine pounds or so, and if he stands on me, yeah, it can hurt. Yeah, like all right, and I and I've been jumped on by a toddler before as well. Like it hurts. I regularly do, and yes, it is surprisingly painful. Um, Yeah, I'm gonna, and and they can really squeeze the air out of you too if they do it right. So yeah, I think three is good. I think three is good now. If as as a proud parent of two mega micros, um, I'd like to think that they could develop some kind of tool. Well, that they well, could use to fight off the toddler. Well, here here's the other one though. So so both so both uh so second phase, Mega Micros, just one. They have I'm gonna say a knife. Size for them, and so does the toddlers. Now, toddlers could stab things. Effectively, I don't know. Not, not, I'm going to tell you right now, not effectively. <laughs> but but I'm just saying, though, you would be kind of scared if your son, well, it's son, right? You have two sons? Yes. Yeah, yep. you'd be scared if your two-year-old ran at you really quickly with a knife, though. Right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, this, I We're think gonna... every parent has had a toddler pick up something extraordinarily dangerous for a brief moment. Yeah, yeah. So, so like... So like I'm, you know, and also these toddlers had a little bit of cake. <laughs> the cake is yeah, that's a real that's a real thing. The and, problem and is the holding. Like a kid can can stab you by accident, but, but the odds of it getting in the right spot or deep enough to really do damage is is slim. But they also know that that you if you have something you're gonna hold in your head, you can hit things with. Right, but so but, getting but, hit but by, uh, but they can't hold on to something after they hit it. They drop things 
constantly. Well, you can do this. I don't know if you've done this with your child, but I've done it with my baby cousin. If you hand a small enough child, like, another thing, when they're holding something in one of their hands, they have to drop the other thing. Yes, yes, 100%. So, so yeah. like, maybe the Megramicros could use that, but remember, these Megramicros will die to toddlers. Yeah. We just have yeah. to determine how many. So, honestly, I don't think they're going to be super effective with the knives, but I think they're going to be effective enough. Well, the question is, yeah, how 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 effective do they really need to be? So, yeah, I I think a three to one ratio is going to do it. I think I think it's going to be about the same. Like the Mega Micros could probably stab quite a few toddlers. Oh, sure, but I, I, all I'm saying is, if there are a few million humans down there now, and yeah, eleven billion Mega Micros, um, yeah, they're not going to be in charge for very long. Yeah, even if they're just toddlers. Right. And exactly. Also, they're going to be screaming words they just learned. As well, very actually. loudly, very piercingly loudly. loudly. Oh, and these mega micros, they hear with their entire body. Yeah, those kinds of loud noises are not going to be enjoyable to them. And as soon as, soon as you poke one of those, well, as soon as you want to poke one of those little babies, they're yeah, going to they be screaming. Scream, even when you don't, they scream for no reason. What if a, yeah. one of them's going to like run real quick and then trip and then just scream? It's yeah, exactly, and probably trip on top of a mega micros, and that's going to kill it. So. They're probably like little bird lungs. Yeah, so little, I'm little gonna, tiny I'm gonna, bird so, lungs. So, so, but let's let's break this down. So, so we have one mega micro, okay, and it and it has a knife as well. Well, no, you know what? Let's say that the the, the uh, no no I can't say this because not all of them are going to be humanoid. No, that mega micros is just alone with with nothing, because not everything I talk about is going to be able to hold a knife. So it's just the Maker Micros versus toddlers with knives. Well, the Maker Micros could get a hold of a knife. Well, that's the thing. Like, I, I see them far more deadly with but, a knife than a toddler. But, but again, but you have time, the strength and you have the weight. And the toddler and the, to- the a knife that a toddler can hold, which I'm going to just say is probably like a normal, you know, utility knife. You know, something you would use. It's probably going to be kind of big for a Maker Micros. If they're 18 inches tall. Yeah. Absolutely. So, they're going to be a disadvantage trying to use the knife. I'm not going to say it's hard for them to get one off I, the toddler. No. But, it's not. It would not be hard for them to get one off the toddler. The problem is you got another toddler coming right behind you. Yeah. And then you got another toddler coming too. It just it becomes and, uh, and, sheer, sheer uh, mass and numbers. I'm going to say maybe two on this one, I, I still think you need three to effectively. Right. Effectively. effectively. Now, uh, I'm not saying two couldn't. The right combination of things happening, well, two could absolutely take one out. Because well, a, a toddler 100% knows that if you have something in your hand, you can hit things with it. Even yeah. if it's not effective, a knife would probably just wreck a Megramicros. Uh, Here's the thing that people need to understand about toddlers who aren't regularly exposed to them. Uh, they suck at doing everything. Yes, but uh, the, the thing is, though, <laughs> so, is they're still using their no, I, their toddler strength. I get it. No, hit. I I get it. Believe me, like you know, they'll they'll pull is very hard, and they are ridiculously strong for little things. But still, they suck at doing everything. So it's it's any creature with with the adult level of intelligence is gonna figure out how to survive one, maybe two of them. 
it's the third one where I think things get seriously dangerous. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So, yeah, I think you convinced me. I think it's going to be, I'm going to say between, anywhere between three and five. Yeah. Yeah. But it could be easily as low as three. With the yeah. right toddlers, <laughs> it could easily be three. You know, you know those toddlers. Yeah. You, know. yeah, you, get, a, you get a few of those together. And you know oof. those toddlers. Those toddlers. Yeah. Wink. Wink. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So um, yeah. So I I think it's gonna be between three and five for both. Okay. Circumstances. So really, these are not these are not gonna be able to take a lot. Now, will later later uh, creatures we talk about be able to take a lot of babies? Yes. Oh. Some of them are gonna be in the hundreds. Reptilians? Forget uh, it. Forget it. it. Yeah. That's no, they, gonna be great. They're, they're gonna scare the children and drink their adrenochrome. Oh, they're gonna yeah, get even stronger. Yeah, they've got clone armies. It's uh, oh, no, no, spaceships. It's always going to be one. It's always going to oh. be just one. All right. Well, still doesn't yeah. matter. But, but I'm just saying, like, I mean, these beggar micros don't even drink adrenochrome. <laughs> no, and the reptilians sure do. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we can't we can't bird cast on that, obviously. But no, that well, you'll have to save that for a lucky guest of the future. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, that is uh, the end of I think my actual favorite segment now for all the people who's been listening for a while for i mean for a year basically or no two years no wait is this the third year is this the third year of me doing this it is right i feel like i'm expected to answer this but i don't know this is the third year of me doing this podcast (laughs) rob i've been Uh. doing this podcast for so long (laughs) It's like a it's like a British sitcom. Three years, twelve episodes. Well, it's twenty six. I know, I'm just making Yeah. But um but yeah, so uh but um due to the I'm going to guess uh extreme popularity of a uh, baby fight segment, I'm gonna just retire the the can uh I'm gonna keep the can they get it. But I'm gonna retire the uh Make it sexy slash make it YA slash just make a story. I th- I think it's uh you know you've had some good ones. It's a fitting goodbye, and you've moved on to greener pastures of baby fights. Yeah. Also, I have a really good intro. I have a really good tune for for uh for baby fight. Nice. So so yeah. But um, but yeah. So I guess this is pretty much the end of the show. Uh, hmm. For and also the first, uh, the first. I guess cryptid, I guess is the right word. Really, I'm just gonna, I'm expanding it to creatures in weird situations. Sure. <laughs> but, but yeah, this is the first uh, canonical episode of this year. So. Happy New Year, Jesse. Yeah. So, uh, so Rob, what do you have to plug? Um, I will plug, I've got two podcasts, uh, Parasite Ecology and Interrupted Tales. Uh, the first is an audio drama about a uh, a suicidal IT nerd and his best friend, the alien brain parasite that moves into his brainstem. And the uh, other podcast, Interrupted Tales, is a comedy podcast where we read old short stories from pulp magazines and uh, insert jokes and commentary like Mystery Science Theater 3000 for short stories. You can find out about both of them wherever you get podcasts or at ohthehumanity.com. That's ohthehumanity.com. Thank you, Jesse. And um, I'm uh, and I'm going to plug the uh, podcast that we do together, Limited Theories. Yay! Uh, where we're going to be starting out the year, or 
well, technically, we're not going to be a full year until the May, I think. Hmm, technically, yeah. Technically. But, but we're going to be starting uh, the first of this of this decade uh, with talking about Ghost Racers. Yeah, we, we, re- we talk about comic books. Yep. Uh, and, um, and, you know, we're going to be talking about a lot of really weird stories and good stories. Um, no, they're not all good, Jesse. They're not all good stories. Oh, yep. There, some of good. them are epically bad. But, but yeah, uh, listen to that if you want to hear. If you want to hear more of me and Rob, uh, pontificate on on things that are very pointless to pontificate on, um, that would be the one. And also, you know, we we talk about comics, and I like talking about comics. So, yeah, limited Fun. theories on Twitter and Instagram and wherever you get podcasts. Yep, and I also have Alphabet Flight, where I talk about Marvel characters thrice weekly. Thrice um, weekly. And uh, where you can also hear Rob talk about some, well, actually, uh, lately, most a lot of Nazis. A lot of Nazis. You're in the Book of a the lot, Dead, so a lot of, a dead, lot of Nazis. dead Nazis in the Marvel Universe. Yep. So, yeah, this is so this has been uh, Creepy Critters, and... Um, I don't know. Give me some of that milk wine. Uh, mm. I want that warm, frothy <sighs> milk rhyme straight yeah. from the tap. Ooh, yuck. Bye. Bye.